6.45 in the morning. It's a little bit misty, which is... It's not unusual for this time of year. Santa Barbara has this thing called June gloom, where it stays kind of socked in with fog for most of the day, and then, like, mid-afternoon, it suddenly clears up, and it's typical early summer weather. There's our crows. We have a whole community of crows. Hmm. Here on our, around our neighborhood. what it sounds like early in the morning. Our yard has oak trees and pepper trees. We have a key lime tree, plum tree, peach tree all kinds of succulents and other drought resistance, drought resistant plantings because we've been in a severe drought. We have fake grass, (laughs) which I actually love because I'm allergic to grass and trees, so I can't really like lay in the grass. Although laying in the grass in general isn't super comfortable usually, so the fake grass has been, it has been a lot nicer than I thought it would be, and you'd never know it looking at it. Because when Santa Barbara went into severe drought, we stopped watering our lawn, so we basically had a, a big dirt, <laughs> an expanse of dirt in our yard. So there's our orange tree apple tree. I have the teepee out in the front yard because our granddaughter comes. When she comes to visit, she likes to play in it. It's interesting to just look around and see see things in, in sharper focus ever since we made the final decision to move. I'm just trying to notice the details even more, which I usually do anyway. But, but I find myself lately, especially in our house and looking out our windows and at certain views saying, why didn't I spend more time just doing this, just sitting on my patio or on my couch and just enjoying the view? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking a lot, of, a lot about these days. That was one of the first recordings I made when I decided to start this podcast after we decided to move. And I haven't listened to it since I made it, and it was recorded on May 5th. So we were still about six, seven weeks away from moving. And it's interesting to hear the sounds that our yard made you know, the sounds of the birds and the, the way the fog would influence those sounds and the observations that I was making about what's in our yard and all the fruit trees and the artificial grass and it's funny to picture it now and what 
what might be going on with the new owners and what the house might look like now and what kind of activity is going on in that house, which is not something I've been dwelling on, but it has crossed my mind, that curiosity of what colors have they painted the walls, what kind of furniture do they have in the house, even though they bought a lot of our furniture when they purchased the house. You know, there there's all kinds of new life being breathed into that house now, and there are all kinds of new stories being told and new memories being made on top of all the memories that have already happened in that house over the course of over a hundred years. And I just hope that they're loving it. The buyers were so, so excited about it. it. You know, they kept saying it was their dream home. And I felt like Larry and I had done a really good job of taking care of the home and restoring it and, you know, giving them something that they can now step into and enjoy, which is not quite the story of the house that we are now owners of in Milwaukee. But we're very lucky, and every every time we go down to the house, we are more and more grateful that the timing of all this worked out the way it did, because as we have begun projects, you know, there have been more discoveries that have been made with regard to deferred maintenance on the part of the previous owners. There were some things that they did really well and took really good care of, and then there are other things that just were ignored for years and years which I know is true for every house and every homeowner or renter or whatever the situation is, apartment, house, townhouse, condo. Of course, there are things that we choose to pay close attention to and other things that just kind of fall by the wayside. But the situation that we're in now is, you know, trying to make one change in this one part of the house and then a wall is opened and they discover evidence of mice and snakes and an entire wasp nest in the insulation. <laughs> so there have been a lot of discoveries like that of things that, oh, this actually isn't working well, or this is a problem we did not know about. So we're very happy that we get to be up here while all that work is being done down there. My husband and I were on a bike ride up here in Door County the other day. And while we were on that ride, I found a bird's nest, which made me really happy for a lot of reasons. First of all, because I just have a strange fascination with bird nests, but also because I, I have a weird thing with bird nests where I find them all the time. Now, let me be clear. I don't ever take them out of trees or shrubs or anywhere where it looks like there's any possibility that a bird is still living there or could live there in the future. These are only nests that I find on the ground. Those are the only ones I will take. I mean, I've found so many that I've given them away to a dozen friends, and I've found them in Santa Monica, I've found them in, I've found them in North Carolina, and I've found, I don't know, between 12 and 15 while I was living in Santa Barbara. They would just always somehow end up like right on the path I was walking or on the side of the road or, or in our yard, you know, somewhere on the ground. Maybe I would be doing yard work and I would come across one. So all summer I have been wondering, like, when will I find that first nest? Because I just knew I would. And I found it. 
And so I thought, okay, this is a good sign. And I think it's also interesting that I found that nest right about the halfway mark of our time in Door County. Because once we crossed that halfway mark, that, that only recently happened, you know, within the last week, but I already feel different. You know, now we are headed toward our new life in River Hills in Milwaukee. But now that I think about it, and this is actually just occurring to me in this moment, it is quite interesting that that nest was found right as we crossed the halfway mark. You know, because up until this point, it's been pretty easy to kind of pretend like we're not moving. And I've talked about this before. But every time we go down to deal with things with the house, every time we go down to Milwaukee, I'm I'm hit by a flood of emotion. It it always it's been very draining. It is exciting in a lot of ways, and there's certainly a, a energy of adventure in all of this, but it's also it just feels so different to be down there and to be driving around the area where we will be living and to be dealing with all these issues with the house. So it's interesting that here I found this nest right as we turn this corner, you know, away from away from Santa Barbara, really toward our new life in Milwaukee. Like it, it's kind of like our summer has a 90 degree angle in it. And the first part of the summer was us, you know, moving away from Santa Barbara. And now we've turned a corner more directly toward Milwaukee. And right in the middle of that, of that, I found this nest. I've never really tried to analyze my fascination with bird nests, but I think it probably has something to do with the way birds and other creatures, of course, the way they create their homes wherever they are and the way they create these little cozy spaces to keep themselves warm and lay their eggs and protect their eggs and hatch them and raise their little baby birds. Actually, the last time we were here in Door County, there was a bird nest right above the front door, like on a little door sill. And so we got to watch them all summer. We watched the baby birds being born. We watched them being fed all the time. I took about 5 million pictures. And then we got to see them take their first flight. It was so beautiful. And I loved knowing that while we were in the midst of enjoying our time in Door County, they were, these little creatures were starting a whole new life. And that's what we're doing right now in Milwaukee as we are beginning an entirely new life. And I'm still not quite sure what to make of it. And it's still, I still have very mixed emotions about it and still am working through a lot of big feelings around it. So we have crossed the halfway mark. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like we still have plenty of time here. There's a lot that's happened while we've been here in Door County. But then it also seems like the second half is going to be more focused on getting the house finished. Right. The last trip that we took down there was kind of interesting. I. I feel like you and I kind of got in our own worlds during that visit for different reasons. Like you were feeling kind of angsty and a little overwhelmed by everything that was going on in the house. Yeah. 
And then I was feeling kind of angsty and overwhelmed by the emotions that, you know, that I've been confronted with each time we've gone down there, which is like, oh my gosh, we've moved. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the house is really kind of a mess in, you know, there's so much work being done inside and there was a lot of work being done, done outside on the property also, but it's just hard to imagine living there when it's just ripped apart and dusty everywhere and, you know, there's nothing of ours in there. And there's eight guys in there working. I mean, you know. Right. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's hard. We know we're going to live there, but we can't see any of it yet. Mm-hmm. Although I will say it felt... It was oddly gratifying, maybe not oddly, because it's, this was like my first experience of doing something to take care of our new home when they, you know, along the property line, like the longer part of the property line, there's this fence and the, and there was so much overgrown that you couldn't, could you even see the fence? No, no. So you could not see this really cool split rail fence. Well, then it got all cleared away and you could see the fence. Great. And you could also see, I mean, like a year's worth of trash. Just, you know, it's on a little bit of a busy road. So it was just all this old little bits, beer bottles, just random stuff. And I spent like an hour picking up all that trash. And it it actually felt really good to be doing something to help this process along. Yeah, and then when I walked around the yard, there were piles of logs and bricks and pallets that were kind of stuffed back in the woods of the property along the kind of interior perimeter. You were working on the exterior perimeter. Um, And just stuff that had been like piled there for who knows how long. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I told the workers, I just got all that cleared out, you know, all these piles of of not trash, but just, you know, old wood and pallets and all this stuff. Just let's get rid of all of it. And yeah, that I'm sure that'll be done by the next time we're down there. And the fence will be done too, by the way. So it's nice to see the progress and we'll see another big chunk of progress because it'll be almost two weeks between our last, uh, this upcoming visit and the last time we're there. Right. I mean, that's good. It's just, it's hard to deal with all of this you know in these chunks of time you go there and this got done but maybe this didn't get done and this is happening faster but this is not happening on schedule and it's a yeah, it's a big job that said we are really fortunate we're up in door county for three months because mm-hmm. you know realistically we would not have been able to do this we would not right. have been able to live there and have them do what they're doing it, it, forget it which means we would not have discovered the wasp nest in our walls. Well, <laughs> and uh, who knows where that would have led. <laughs> well, yeah, and the mice and the snakes. Right. Oh, it's just yeah. So I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of good out of all of this, and um, you know, when we're down there and we move in, we're going to know the house. We're gonna we will have put our thumbprint on it, and have some really cool stuff done. And yeah, and really, and we'll and, know. And restored parts of the house that really needed to be restored. Right. That, that were, 
I don't want to say falling into disrepair, but well on their way. Well, and we will know, you know, that the, the heaters and the water systems and the laundry room and all those kind of functional, mm -hmm. the stove hood. Right, right. <laughs> all those kind of really important things that we're going to be dealing with daily are, are in good shape. Right. So that's oh, yeah, a lot of the work, it's not, it's not terribly romantic work, but in, but you're right in terms of the functionality of the house and the house being warm in the winter and us having a good roof through rain and all those things that I feel like we're getting really, we're getting all that really well buttoned up. Yep. Yep. We are. And what has been on your mind with regard to the fact that we've moved from Santa Barbara, you know, has this hit you in different ways when we've gone down there or as the summer has progressed or now that we've crossed the halfway mark for our time in Door County, which means we're, you know, we're beginning to say, okay, this is when we're going to move all our furniture in and this is when the paint is going to be finished on the inside, et cetera, et cetera. What, what has been on your mind with regard to the fact that, right, well, what all of this means is that we've left Santa Barbara. Yeah, I think now... I'm at the point where I'm starting to think about how do we stay engaged with the family? You know, we'll, we'll build a new life in Milwaukee, whatever that looks like. And now I realize that we, we, we really have to focus on and make the effort of, of being with the kids and, 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 you know, whether that means getting back there frequently or having them come out or whatever, that we can't, you know, let that slide by, or whether it's a family trip or whatever we, we end up doing, that that's going to be really important. And I'm, I'm, I knew that all along, kind of intellectually, I'm now starting to feel that. You know, I mean, Justin and Nita were here a month ago, right? Right. But it feels like a long time. And of course, then we haven't seen Taylor for, and Christos and Farron for Since, almost two months. Right. Maybe, maybe yes. just. And uh, that's, actually, I think more than two months. Yeah. It was in early June. And, you know, when you think about that, that's the longest we've gone, certainly I've gone, in not seeing Taylor. Hmm. In your whole life. Probably. Or in yeah. her whole life, I guess yeah. I should say. Yeah. I'd have to think about that. I mean, I, I mean nothing comes to my mind, but because we've always lived close enough where it would be unusual not to see each other for two months. Right. So... You know, that's, that is a, that's a difficult thing. And it's, it's it, something that I knew would be there all along. But I think now as time goes by, now it's sinking in more, you know, and, and doing the FaceTimes we do with Farron or whatever. It's nice, but it all, it just kind of reminds me, I want to see them, you know, I want to be with them. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, this is probably, you know, more true for me than you, but we are also now beginning to experience the benefits of being where we are in terms of family and very close dear friends on the East Coast and, and even close to Milwaukee. You mm -hmm. know, my mom is coming out to visit us in Door County and all she has to do is take a two hour flight. That's huge. Right. I mean, nonstop flight, nonstop flight. Yeah. And not only that, but she gets to fly out of Reagan Airport. You know, Washington, D.C. has two major airports. One is Dulles, which is like 45 minutes from where she lives. More. 
Reagan is 10 minutes from where she lives. So she can jump on the metro, get on a plane, and she's she's going to be out in our city in two hours. Right. And my girlfriend Blair, who I've met in Alexandria, I've known her since I was 22, she's coming to Dora County. You know, like Jen's coming up in a couple of weeks, well, and that's Sebastian a and the drive. Kid, Sebastian and the kids are five-hour drive away. Right, right. Your nephew and his family. So... On the one hand, it is hard to think about the distance that we're experiencing from people on the West Coast, but we are also beginning to experience the benefits of being closer to people here in the Midwest and the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of curious about what our life is going to look like. You know, you have these ideas that go through your mind, but I'm almost standing back and kind of watching, what, interested to watch how it's really going to work. Mm -hmm. You know, how are, how is this life going to work in the next, let's say the first six months that we're there, which will be, you know, fall and winter. And are we going to go nuts? Are we going to be, you know, go stir crazy in this house? Are we going to be housebound? Are we going to get out and do stuff? You know, I don't know the answer to that. And I'm not, I'm not worried about it, but it will be interesting to see what we end up doing. I think it's going to take a while for us to get settled because there's still going to be a little bit of work being done after we move our furniture in. It's going to take a while to get situated in this house because it is very different from the house we just moved from. You know, space-wise, it's, it's very... It's kind of a peculiar, <laughs> the house has a lot of peculiar spaces and little nooks and crannies and cubby holes and kind of funky closets. It, <laughs> so it's going to be a challenge, I think, a fun one because I like to organize. But I think it will take a while for us to to get ourselves situated in there. And, and to get accustomed just to, you know, whatever life is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's all right. I mean... That, that's that's part of the adventure. I really don't, what I don't expect to have happen is we're there for three months or six months and we look at each other and we're like, this is terrible, we're, we're unhappy, let's go back to California. That I can't, I really can't see happening. And I just don't expect that to happen because we're not like that. Right. Um, you know, we're not going to just wait for something to happen. Like, why is no one knocking on our door and saying hello? <laughs> but for both of us, it's definitely the biggest move we've ever made. Certainly the biggest move for me to be a move, to make a move away from my family, our family. You know, that's a, I've just never done it before. And I've never made a move that is this, you know, this isn't being prompted by a, a job or anything of that nature. It's just something that, hey, let's do this. We don't have to, but let's do it. Not necessarily on a whim though. You weren't no. like, oh, let's just go to Milwaukee. Like this is something that you felt a deep pull from your gut, from your heart. You're like, I need to go back home. We met uh, a couple at the bar. There's a, a bar near here called the AC Tap, which has been there forever. And we were having a burger and a beer there. And there was a couple next to us, kind of, you know, maybe 40-ish or something. And anyway, we started talking. They were there on their honeymoon. They lived outside of La Crosse, so on the western part of the state had seven children. So we started talking about, well, we're kind of, you know, I'm a Wisconsin native, but we're moving back after many years from Santa Barbara. And 
it's good to be back in Wisconsin. And he said something like, actually, she said, oh, I've lived in California for a few years. Right. And it turns out she lived in the valley, like around Northridge or something. And he said, yeah, I've never been out there, but I still think Wisconsin's the best state. I know. They were so just fun and sweet. And each of them brought three kids to this new blended family. And then there's another boyfriend of one of their daughters who, you know, they didn't go into any details, but needed, sounds like just needed a home and a family. So they've kind of brought him into the fold. Yeah. And that they knew each other when they were teenagers, then lost touch, but sort of stayed in touch through mutual friends. And then, you know, both got married, both had kids, both got divorced, and then found their way back to each other. You hear that story I don't know about a lot, but it's not an uncommon story. Well, and that's nice of you to say all that. But the reason I mentioned it was because of their happiness about being in Wisconsin and about his kind of dedication to Wisconsin. And, you know, the weather and all this, it's like, yeah, we like the seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I thought California is full of so many people. Almost everybody came from, oh, yeah, I didn't. I came here when I was 22 years old or whatever. You know, it's not, it's rare to find someone, they're there, but it's rare to find someone who's like, yeah, well, my grandfather, you know, it's our third generation, we were Californians. I mean, that's, there's fewer and fewer of that by definition. Whereas in Wisconsin, most of the people you meet, oh yeah, I grew up here. Mm-hmm. Or I grew up, if not here, nearby or something of that nature. And that's nice. I mean, people still have their roots here. And I think actually... That gives this part of the country a real sense of identity that you don't have in California. So coming back here, I'm glad to be able to say I'm a Wisconsin native, even though I've been gone for almost 40 years. I mean, even the people we meet meet around here, it's a very different feeling. And I really like that. And the couple who owns, there's a little bed and breakfast and a restaurant called Roots. And young couple, they were both high-powered attorneys and... In Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I mean, down in West Bend or Appleton or somewhere. And they said, we're working too hard. This is crazy. They literally have roots up here in Door County. So they came back up and bought this place and bought a little cabin. And, you know, they're living the dream. Yeah, loving and, it. Yeah, and, loving and, it. And working hard. Right. And running a bed and breakfast in a restaurant... I don't know, every day, but mm-hmm. five or six days a week. Mm-hmm. And, and maintaining a little cabin that they rent out. Right. And then the couple that owns Trixie's and Wickman House. Right. They were working in restaurants in New York and said, we're out of here. And now they're, they've are they done this amazing, these amazing restaurants here in Door County. You know, we, like we've run into a lot of people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Young. Young couples. Like coming back to Wisconsin. Coming, right. Coming back. Not, not. Oh, I wonder what Wisconsin's like. Let's try it. Right. No, these are people that are from Wisconsin. They're coming home again. And whose, you know, grandparents are from Wisconsin. Right. You know, like the couple that owns the inn. They said right. that their grandfather lived up Door there. Door County. Right. Yeah. Right. It's great to, to see that. Right. Gives me hope. So it will be interesting to see how the next, I guess, six weeks goes. You know, while we had a countdown for when we were going to leave Santa Barbara, I suppose now we have a countdown for when we are going to officially move to Milwaukee. Yeah, and I won't feel, you know, that's going to be different because having left Door County in the past, it's always going back to California, which is, you know, 
a million miles away in every way. But and we're he but we're headed toward that now that we're headed toward our move date. Right. We're about to move. Right. Like and that it's again, about to become real. Right. And and, and I'm going to be ready to set up that house, set up the kitchen, our bedroom, start cooking in a real way and you know, kind of that I'm actually looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Apart from just the we're in our home because I mean, you know, we're not Right. For three months. We're, we're in, living in a in between rented house that, you know, it's great we're here, but it's it's not ours. Well, and it and it is what it would have been had we not moved. We right. were we were gonna come here right. all along for right. this period of time. So now now is when things take a different turn than what we thought was gonna happen when we first made this made these plans. Yeah, but overall I think I feel now that, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to Let's get this thing done. Mm -hmm. Let's get the house done. I mean, still enjoying being up here, but now really starting to shift my focus toward, okay, October 1st, we're, we're living down there. There we go. I had someone ask me recently how I'm feeling about the move and living in Milwaukee and how it feels to go down to the house and, you know, am I feeling good about it? And... They just asked me this a few days ago, and I, my answer was that I still don't know what to think of it, and it's still kind of daunting, and I still have very mixed emotions about it and a lot of trepidation about it, but it's okay. You know, it, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not willing to go into this with any illusions as to how much of an adjustment this is going to be in terms of geography, whether the new house all the work that we're needing to do on the house, being away from so many people who we've been close to for so many years, and this whole life that we built in Southern California. So I have no illusions about the challenges of that and just that this is going to involve probably a lot of ups and downs, but it's okay. You know, this is part of the process and this is what it means to be human and to feel deeply and to to face the truth of, yes, this is a big adventure, and in that adventure, there's also a huge loss. And those things are happening side by side. Okay, puppy. Here we are. Well. Oh, Tilda. Okay. There you go. Got some kayakers out here. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> She's like, no, thank you. What are you doing? Oh, you got another little one. Oh, that's not a stick. Come on now. <laughs> hey, drop it. Good girl. We got used to certain sights and sounds and smells and routines oh, in Santa Barbara, but it took time. You know, that was an adjustment we had to make when we moved there from Santa Monica. And we had to get used to new experiences in Santa Monica when we moved there from Santinez. And that's the process. Every time we move from one home to another, 
there are these daily details that are new and exciting at first and then over time we might still appreciate them and acknowledge them and love them but they they also can kind of fall into the background in a certain way which i think is can be a good thing it can be very comforting and while the things we are experiencing here in door county won't be exactly what we'll have at our home in milwaukee it is we are getting a glimpse of it and it's fun to to see it through tilda's experiences as well and her excitement over all the newness of everything so now we are down to the the next countdown which is the countdown to our move <laughs> which <laughs> i guess it's part two of the move and i don't know what to expect in terms of how i'll feel emotionally or how it will feel to pull out of the driveway here in door county and instead of driving all the way back to california we're only going to drive three hours down the road but i'm open to whatever it is and my only goal in that is to just let myself feel whatever it is i need to feel and let that all be okay and let it be part of the adventure i'll be back next week with more stories Transplant is a podcast produced by Christine Mason Miller. That's me. To learn more, visit my website at christinemasonmiller.com. Thanks so much for listening.